So, guys. Yeah. For every Dick and Jane and Jerry, a special day in February <laughs> is a time to win, a time to woo, a time for saying I love you with Valentines, both comical and serious and messages mysterious. <laughs> That's it. I have, a, I have a question. Does that count as an opening poem still, even though the entire book is a poem? No, it does not. Okay. It's the first page of the story. Yeah, that's the first stanza. <laughs> uh, it's, this is also the first Berenstain Bears book, the first three words of which are, for every dick. <laughs> it just made me laugh. That's a little more risque than I usually get on the show, but it just, it makes me laugh to see. <laughs> it's really funny. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we're back with more Valentine's comedy, comic Valentine's. And who do I have as my guest? Why, the two most comic Valentines I know. It's Brian Skinner and Christy Admiral. Again, if you listened to the last episode, uh, you heard us talk about the cartoon of this. Well, we are back. This is like 20, not 20 years later, but it's like uh, 17 years later, the Berenstains finally did a, a physical co- book adaptation of the comic Valentine. They did this with all of these specials, except for the Christmas tree. They waited like years, and then they did physical adaptations. I don't know why. Uh, maybe they were just looking for good material for the holidays. Uh, it's an oversized format book. Uh, it came in hardback and paperback. Uh, it's the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine, and it is... A little different from the cartoon, uh, my friends. Do you agree or not? I mean, Li- I mean a, a little. little different. <laughs> the characters are more on model. That's true. It opens with a page, though, of bears going about their day during, uh, during like February and looking all romantic. But I'm gonna say this: this isn't meant to be like me being like trying to be haha funny haha. But knowing what I know about the gender signifiers of bears in bear country, the way the Berenstains draw them, this just looks like a page of dudes. It like, absolutely does. There's a lot of hooded sweatshirts happening here. A uh-huh. lot of baseball hats. I thought this was a bunch of dudes who, like, they'd all received Valentine's or were about to give it Valentine's to other, other people. And they were all kind of huh. like, like, oh, yeah, me too, man. I got one too. I thought they were all just giving each other the eye. <laughs> like <laughs> definitely two of them. Uh hood, hooded sweatshirt and baseball cap look like they maybe are into each other at least. There's there's a stocking cap and an a bear who looks like brother bear but he's an adult. I was wrong. That is brother bear because you see what? him on the next page with that coat on but like he's not even wearing the coat he's got it thrown over his shoulder he looks like he's had the worst day like he's come (laughs) back and he's like he's had a he's coming in from like an (laughs) all-nighter yeah okay we've all lived in cold climates both of you live in a pretty cold one at present yeah Mine's fairly temperate. It was like 33 yesterday, and I was and uh, Fahrenheit, and that was unacceptable. That's too cold. I came here for moder- <laughs> for moderate weather, not that. But I used to do the thing sometimes where I'd like put my jacket over my shoulders, but not put my arms through because it was like almost yeah. cold weather, uh, cold enough weather for the heaviest jacket, but not quite. I'm just assuming that's what's going on here. Yeah, he also looks 
pretty cool. He looks really <laughs> cool. He looks uh, he looks very suspicious of what he's getting out of the mailbox, which he yeah. should be. I I really so it starts with so brother turned a little pale when he saw one day's mail rhymes. Um, <laughs> can he turn pale? He's got like can his fur change colors? <laughs> Uh, I think that, like, maybe the bears look at each other's paws, and that's how they can, like, Aww. see. Or maybe maybe their snoots, like, just the very end of their noses turn a little care. Like, or, like, a dog's nose will get, like, dry when it's sick. So, like, maybe, like, oh, like that's what they dog, mean by turning pain. When well, a we, dog is in love. <laughs> we learned in the cartoon version of this, like, the special, that Brother Bear can turn red all over. So he, so it stands to reason that he could also be more pale than usual. Uh, we also skipped over this in the in the uh, in the special, but they 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 do it again in the in the in the book, which is he gets the he gets the card. It's not shaped like a heart. Now it's it's got a drawing of a naked cupid on it, though. It's the same thing. We we skipped that he he takes the Valentine and he and he puts it next to his heart. He he sticks it down his shirt, yeah. so he holds it against his bosom. Uh, which is like he doesn't have a bra, so I don't know how it's staying there. But, but that's like something like you would do. Like you would stick like like you would see like a woman in a movie like take like the note and like stick it in her bra, and that's what brother does with this Valentine. Except in the book, he looks horrified as he's doing it. <laughs> well, he's not happy. Like he doesn't. He just doesn't want people to know about it initially, right? No they know about so it. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was putting it close to his heart because he was secretly happy about it. I thought he was putting it close to his heart because it rhymed. <laughs> yes, I thought he was. He was trying to. I thought he was trying to make sure nobody knew he got it. But then he kind of tells people he. Yeah, got, he, he tells got his it. family immediately after. In the book, he does not in the special, right? Mm-hmm. Does he do it in the special? I don't or think. Did, so. Am I miss? It's been a while Am since I we watched it. So, that? like, it's been last last <laughs> week. It, it has been a long time. Now he gets the card in the special. He gets the card, and they just go. He just goes home, and they talk about hockey. Uh, he doesn't show the card to his family until the religious book. We're all getting confused. Mm. The oh, religious okay. book is. So no spoilers for that. He's a lot more open about his boy feelings in the religious book. In this, <laughs> he squirrels them away. He keeps his emotions close to his chest. Or maybe he just wants the card to smell like himself later. <laughs> I don't know. Like he doesn't we all have want. pockets. We do get my favorite drawing in Berenstain Bear's history, though, which is brother in his underwear looking sad. <laughs> I never knew I wanted to see uh, one of the Berenstain Bears Almost completely disrobed, looking very upset. But that's that's there, and now I'd have it forever. Those are called uh, woolies by the bears in this, right? Like uh, long johns oh, are right. called woolies. Pulls his jersey over his woolies. These are stirruped woolies, by the way. <laughs> oh, uh, Brian so has expressed that he likes that they have stirrups. I just want everyone like they're ready to play baseball at any time, like a drop bat. <laughs> Or be Brian, jockeys. do you wear do you wear stirruped woolies? I love the idea because my long underwear rides up, and these won't. Uh, I don't, but I'm also just incredibly warm all the time. It's very it's talent. When I was a when I was a child, stirrup pants were a thing that lots of young girls wore, and I know they've come back in once or twice yeah. since then. I hated them. I hated the feeling of having it wrapped around my foot at the same time I was wearing a shoe. 
Wouldn't you like be aware of it all the time? <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, this is me with any any disruption to my normal wardrobe. Like, I'm wearing jorts right now, and even if I like, if I were even wearing long pants, I'd be like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> Put me back in what I am most comfortable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Brother is all decked out in his stirruped underwear, and, <laughs> and he's sad. And sad. <laughs> Dread, really. We get, we get the same Papa Bear slapstick, but as we've seen in adaptations of the cartoons in later years, the slapstick doesn't really fit with late 90s Papa Bear. He's a different Mm-mm. guy. His body is, he's built differently. He's a little sturdier. So seeing him like fly all over the place, like some <laughs> kind of like goofy idiot, like just doesn't work. This is a man who, like, has a business. This isn't a man who's, like, uh, just, like, one step away from, like, literally crumbling into pieces on screen. So uh, it doesn't work. But but we do get this image of Mama clutching <laughs> Sister to her chest in terror of Father Bear's antics. Like, that's the most horrified I've ever seen the Berenstain Bears look. I've never seen her so scared trying to protect the Besides yeah. that Halloween episode book where he was trying to terrify them with jack-o'-lanterns. Right. He had gone too far. I like that in one of the one of the pictures of him turning on a dime, he is literally shaped like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Bear. That's our Papa Bear. Um, so the book pretty much follows more or less the plot it, it, down to the songs. Like, it turns the songs into illustrations like they do. Um uh, the the next big thing is we see we see more of the cheerleaders and Charlene looks like a monster in the book. The way they draw, the way they've decided to draw beautiful cubs is to make them look as as physically unappealing as possible. She looks like she looks like Ben Midler in uh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> she like, does. <laughs> Like it's the the teeth and the expression and even the styling of the hair, uh, but apparently this is what Brother Bear thinks is a perfect ten, as opposed to one of the cheerleaders. For some reason, he's decided is hideous. Like he's he's disgusted with the idea of a girl named Mary Lou, and every time it comes up, it's like he shudders again. Yeah, and and I guess she wears glasses. I guess that's the thing. Is, is brother is like, oh, the glasses one. Because, again, they kind of all look the same. They do. Well, but her eyes fill out the entire glasses this time, <laughs> which in a couple of the drawings is terrifying. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we don't have any proof that those are glasses. It could be there's this fairy tale called the tinderbox, and in it, the hero is confronted by three giant dogs, one with eyes the size of, like, saucers, one with eyes the size of soup bowls, and one with eyes the size of dinner plates. And that could be what we're dealing with here. We could be dealing with a tinderbox situation where Mary Lou's eyes are simply the size of her fists. So I'm looking at Mary Lou right now, and I will agree that it's not an ideal situation we have going on here. <laughs> It's just that yeah. Charlene is so awful looking that I don't I don't really I don't see the problem. <laughs> it's it's no, weird to me no, that they have changed them a little bit, not for the better, to stylize them for this this uh, 
era of the book, but right. the costuming not changing seemed weird. Like, it seems more out of place. They were wearing these this red pajamas with a frill around the middle and French hats. <laughs> like I they, do like the hats a lot. <laughs> yes, they are wearing nice little beanies. They they the beanies are have a little red puff on top. They dip that in the blood of their enemies when they're done with them. <laughs> so uh, so yeah so Stan and Jan Berenstain's idea of what constitutes a, an attractive bear child notwithstanding, uh, the story is essentially the same as it is in the cartoon. But uh, uh, we 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 are we are denied the we are denied the big paw subplot. And we are denied the sister trying to set her parents up subplot. So what this book has been reduced to is just the brother bear and the mysterious Valentine's storyline. I do not have a problem with this. Like, I'm glad that we got the horrifying cryptid in love with junior higher story. I'm glad we got that in some form, but I'm okay with it not making its way over here. By 1998, we're solidly as a as a culture out of Bigfoot fever, right? <laughs> um, right, I, right. I don't know. Like, it kind of goes in waves, right? Because there's a very mm-hmm. early X Files about Sasquatch, and then like the the show Finding Bigfoot was a thing for a long time, but that was much later. So yeah, like, this, and now we this have is not one of the tops. Now we have missing four one one. That's our that's our current Bigfoot obsession. Is the uh, the missing four one one? Have you read the missing four one one books? I have not. Uh, I have not. It's a is a series of nonfiction. They're about this thick, and it's just literally just case files of people who've gone missing in national parks, and they are thick. They are like thick volumes, and and it's and they start off. It's this guy who put it together, and he's like. People go missing in national parks every year. Hundreds of people. No one's doing anything about it. Something is terribly wrong in our national parks. Here is just dividing the country up into like sections, these massive phone book sized tomes called Missing 411. As you get into them, you start slowly realize this guy thinks it's Bigfoot's. He <laughs> thinks it's all Bigfoot's doing it. You know what's and doing it? It's it's the woods. The woods are doing it. Yeah, people. People, but it's like this the four-year-old child disappears turns up three weeks later on top of a mountain 15 miles away no one knows how he got there and he's like it's a bigfoots obviously it's bigfoots and so that's our to me that's our current obsession with bigfoots it has now gone into the like trans-dimensional obsession with <laughs> with cryptids like bigfoots are tied into aliens they're tied into the windigos they're tied into all the stuff they may be creatures from another dimension uh which is probably why big paw does not appear in this book so much he does I'm appear really okay with him not being there yeah uh I, he puts I just, in an I appearance just, i just missed this time because uh on my podcast we are covering uh eerie indiana episode oh. by episode oh. which we've been doing for a year but it was on patreon so nobody knows but it will it will eventually <laughs> be free later in the year uh we haven't gotten to dash x yet but it really just hit me like oh this was so dead center in a people caring so much about Bigfoot and B Elvis is secretly alive, which we have finally yeah. moved past because he can't be still alive. But we, it was <laughs> poor Elvis everywhere in 19, like 87 through 94 of Elvis is still alive. It was everywhere. It was a big deal. Uh, 
there there's a, a babysitter's club that, a book that involves that like thinking you see elvis see? Like, is pretty good so speaking of uh dead rock stars who may or may not be alive uh uh that's my segue i don't actually have a a, a thing <laughs> to connect that with but um uh brother bear goes through his big pout he says the word sex again, which we're all very happy with. Uh, and what's amazing is you cut the mama and papa stuff. You cut the big paw stuff out. The story's really streamlined. It just goes yeah. straight into the he, – he spies on the other team, and then it just goes straight into the hockey game. Uh, we see miss, it. We see I, him. I'm sad that in the, the spying on scene, the, the best part of that for me in the special was when they came out of the mist at him with just their heads <laughs> and sticks. Yes. Because it reminded me of the of the ghost pirates from the Garfield Halloween special. And that's <laughs> that's you right. Can't ha- you can't have that in the book, I suppose. Well, they use the same technology. <laughs> technology. It's, it's called drawing things. Um, it's impossible to make it go one to one, Villa. You know this. Hey, you want to know what Brother Bear looks like when he's not thinking with his brain? He looks like this. <laughs> I don't want to see that ever again. It's gross. They've actually drawn a picture of Brother Bear where Charlene bikes by, and his only thought is, <laughs> like, uh. So the big day comes. Everyone shows up, including Big Paw, and that's all it says. It says, "Why even Big Paw made the trip?" Which is is a trip because he hasn't been mentioned yet. And so any casual reader is going to be like, "Wait, what's going on? Why isn't well, this man it, wearing clothes?" That's the thing. Like at a glance, if you had because his appearance is above the page where his name is mentioned. I didn't realize Big Paw was one word. Yeah. Um, he's just a <laughs> nude guy in the crowd. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't even look that big. Just a naked guy in the foreground. And a kid's pretty happy. We did a quick sidebar on the sheer that is highlighted here but is not in the cartoon, which is pluck and luck, luck and pluck. Make those bullies eat that puck. That's that's vulgar. It's that's a awful. dangerous cheer. That's a dangerous cheer for a bunch I of know. children. I know. I had trouble reading it. Like... Imagine just having to shout that out loud. Especially since it contains the words eat that in it. (laughs) Eat that puck. Why does brother, he's on the ice playing hockey. I I suppose at times he's at the bench too. He pulls out a (laughs) spyglass. Where would he be keeping that? (laughs) Brother's spyglass. I'm going to guess it's just a bunch of cups. (laughs) It looks like it. And also, at a glance, Charlene, we know she's Charlene because it says so on her shirt, is out there with a cousin's pennant in her hand. <laughs> Every time I look at it, I keep like reading the first part of because the first part is bigger because that's the triangle shape. I think it's going to say couscous. Couscous <laughs> yes. is way bigger than INFs. You're not wrong. It's like when a little kid starts writing letters on something and they don't realize they're going to run out of room. Aww. So they just have to make them really tiny. Um, yeah, we, and we get more bad-mouthing of Mary Lou. Uh, yeah, gulp, Mary get, Lou. God, Mary Lou. I hope she's not interested in me because then I would be required to date her, apparently. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. That's how it works. Knit one, Pearl two, Country Cousins, Woo Woo. We get that. Uh, we get something that I forgot about in the animated special, which is Charlene's fickle attitude towards brother. When it looks like things may not be going well for the old country cousins, Charlene's ready to turn off that access. She just tosses that cousin's pennant down and picks up a bully's pennant like it ain't no thing. Yeah, and th- it's crazy. And that's the end of her. 
She's yeah. no longer in the in the special nor the book after that scene. Series wrap on Charlene. Well, as well she shouldn't be because I don't he doesn't need that. Brother's got a lot on his plate. He doesn't need someone who's gonna turn turn tail at the first sign of trouble. You know, Big Paul would never turn on him. <laughs> Big Paul would never <laughs> turn on anyone. Sure. So yeah, at this point Charlene is written out of uh of bear bear country like history almost forever. Almost permanently. I mean she as soon as that pennant goes up, she has to move to the other town. It's true. Right. She has penance for every boy she's interested in. And uh, she's as changeable she's... as the tides. <laughs> yep. That's so dramatic for a kid who is prepubescent. But brother's hormones do him a good turn because he's so he's so inspired after being negged by Charlene <laughs> that he turns red and he wins the game. He yeah. He just he turns that fury of being I don't know rejected by a girl into solid gold sportsmanship. And he's rewarded. He's uh, he's rewarded for not only winning the game but for uh, like like that's not sorry. Let me go back here. <laughs> win, the win is not the only like only reward. Like that is not the reward in itself. He also gets a girl, a different girl, but a girl nonetheless. I like that they make sure to tell us that it, it might be pure dumb luck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, we can't say that he's that good. We got to keep these right. level. <laughs> and the crowd is like, look at that frustrated boy. He did the best <laughs> he could. Uh, I, he, I love this, that his entire crowd who's just cheering for cousins. Go cousins. What a weird cousins. thing to cheer that would be. Yeah. The cheers for uh, the cousins were long and loud. So that doesn't win in the game. What wins him the game is uh, is he 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 has a face off. Uh, he shoots. He misses, but he falls, and then he gets the. I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He ends up scoring the winnings, the winning the winning goal. Uh, the cousins win, and now it's time for the revealing of the boys of the boys girl. Just like in the uh, in the cartoon, they all line up to shake hands. And what, what, what? It's Honey Bear. But it's not just Honey Bear. It's Miss Honey Bear. Why is it mm-hmm. Miss Honey Bear? It is. Why? But but why? Why is she not? Why does it have to say Miss? Because we, 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 we didn't know from the two bows in her hair that it's a girl bear? <laughs> well, maybe. Well, otherwise we would assume she was married. I don't know. <laughs> she looks yeah, Honey old. Bear Chan. I just think it's rude that it says her t-shirt is extra large. That's all. Go on. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it's more like Miss Honey Bear. <laughs> like, do you miss Honey Bear, boy? Boy Bear? I also I also like that when he meets Honey Bear, sister, when I say I like it, I mean I hate it. Sister is standing next to them with hearts over her head. Like, she is that lovey-dovey over somebody else finding love. Yeah, I really don't care about other people's love lives. I don't Just, either. I simply do not care, let alone my brothers. I, what I hate is that I think Brian's right. I think they had to put Miss Honey Bear in there just so people, just so the kids reading it wouldn't think brother hooked up with a dude. Oh. I think that's it. I think that they were like, we put bows in her hair. 
we got to say miss. We got to say it's a girl. Like we have to come right out and say it. Even though it says it was a she, I, that's all I can think though. Like why would, maybe just cause it scans better. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I don't get, but yeah. And, and it calls her miss honey bear again, but he does say like just honey bear. Is that you? Is, does he do maybe they, have, have they had honey bear by this point honey bear v2 they had not she comes okay. in a couple of years but what i was gonna say is maybe it's like in the transformers when like they have an autobot like named jazz but legally he has to be autobot jazz because you can't <laughs> trademark the name jazz so you have to trademark the name autobot jazz maybe they're like you can't trademark honey bear so we have to call her miss honey bear in case we want to release a lot of honey bear merch in the future like maybe we're gonna sell some toys based on this and we don't want to lose the honey bear license so i mean uh, they probably this is honey did bear. release uh honey bear toys eventually right the baby i don't know if they did uh i'm not sure they did release a honey bear doll ever uh i think they i don't think i think by the time honey bear was introduced they had stopped producing plushes so phil if one is really not honey if one exists you will be receiving it in short order because that's a thing you need I, since you love her so much i do have to show you this though okay <laughs> looking for honey bear plushes of course you are it's for phil he needs one he's going to make one <laughs> i talked <laughs> about this on a recent episode uh, a very recent episode but they released a book called the berenstain bears go shopping which was just <laughs> about the berenstain bears going to the store and trying on new clothes and they all put on like clothes that are not their typical clothes so it looks weird because it's the bear family wearing different clothes and then they decide to go back to their regular clothes but they sold dolls of those bears wearing those clothes and I had to pick up the mama bear. So here she is. <gasps> Radically different. I love her. This is mama bear wearing wearing her off-brand mama bear clothes. That is high fashion right there. The only thing I would want yeah. more is if Brother Bear in the 90s had a plush that was like one of those Garfield rap uh, star <laughs> plushes. The closest we came Mouse. to that was was the Berenstain Bears extreme sports video game, which is, oh, no. exists and is the strangest <laughs> thing they ever did. Um, I but, wonder if she's, so, uh, Miss, she's Miss Honey Bear. One last idea to try to make it, trying to give them excuses because she's so much larger because she is so big, this extra large shirt <laughs> that they want to make sure you know she's a child. Maybe so she's that's not, it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. This is a... This book gets weird at the end. It's, it's, um, it's me, there's no, <laughs> there's no big Bertha. You. There's what? no mama and papa. It it just cuts straight to the end. Brother Bear skates off with Honey Bear. They're good friends. The book comes to a close. That's the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine. Uh, better or worse than the cartoon? Oh, I like it more. I like it more because it makes sense. Because there's as far as like the side stories don't make. They are interesting in that they are crazy in the special, but they are not. They they don't make any sense on any level. Uh, right. This one, at least thematically, is one thing. I do want to say that if you were a goaltender and you were talking about practicing 
with a, a friend who you want to get closer to, you would never say, I can practice my save. That's not how you would phrase that sentence. You <laughs> use it in both of the special and the book. And it drives me nuts. A goaltender never said, I will go and practice my save. Like you would go say, I'm going to go practice my golden. I do have, also go. have this lingering question of why it's called Comic Valentine, because there's nothing funny about it. Let's be friends. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Funny Valentine was right there. They used that later in the book we covered. That was before. what I assumed. Like, had they already used Funny Valentine? But no, they hadn't used. But it they yet. hadn't. No, I, I wish. Don't know why it's called that. It's weird because it's not a it's not a term that anyone has ever used. <laughs> I nope. wish it was called Berenstein Bears Swack. <laughs> swack does appear. Swack it's does important appear. to note, but. And all I can all I can think is that maybe they were gonna call it Funny Valentine. The song was copyrighted or something, so at the last minute they changed it to Comic Valentine. Like, cause Funny Valentine makes sense, although it's not funny. None of nope. the Valentines are funny. No uh, one receives or if she, a Funny Valentine. Or if she had drawn them like comics, that would have made sense. But she <laughs> ha- she doesn't. She's not that here's, creative. Here's my here's my uh, uh, my Valentine's to you, brother bear. It's got Ziggy on it. It's very funny. <laughs> Uh, but that is it. That is the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine adaptation. Uh, I don't know. Pick up a copy of it. You get to see brother wearing a brown suede jacket. Uh, and that's my also, recommendation. also long underwear looking sad. It's the long most underwear looking solo he's sad. ever looked. Now, listeners, that is not the end, though. Of the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine saga. There is one more book that we are going to cover next time. The name of that book is The Berenstain Bears Valentine Blessings. Mm-hmm. And I think it may have a little bit of God in it. Uh, <laughs> Brian and Christy, will you two join me for Valentine Blessings? There's nothing I want to do more than that. <laughs> I am more excited to do cover that than almost anything rather and like it is the it is literally the exact opposite of hooking up a cryptid with someone's big sister who is extraordinarily <laughs> large. Well, Brian, uh remind us once again where we can find you if we're looking for you. I have a podcast. It's called PredictoCast. There's a dash in the middle. There's two dashes. You'll find it, though. You don't have to put them in. Put it into your Google. It's out there on all your podcatchers. Also, Hot Diggity Dog, a podcast where my friend Josh, who does all the work, honestly, uh, and I cover dog movies. And lately, they haven't been that bad. And I just jinxed it. So if they get worse, I'm going to have <laughs> you guys on just to make you suffer along with us. Ugh. Works for me. And Christy, where can they find you? Well, I've been on Hot Diggity Dog and Predictor Cast a few times. So if you want to listen to those and how upset <laughs> I am that, that I've been, <laughs> that my, my viewing experiences have been tarnished with terrible dog movies, then you could do that. Or you could listen to the podcast I do with Phil, Pizza Toast, a podcast about Babysitter's Club adaptations and perhaps other ephemera. I, I will definitely listen to that. It sounds like a good one. I think uh, you, you can should find listen this to our sh- podcast, yeah. I should probably listen closer, do a little tighter editing on it. Uh, <laughs> you can listen, you can find this show at BerenstainBearCast.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BerenstainBearCast. Uh, uh, you can find, just find it, just find it. Drop us a, drop us a review if you, if you, if you're so kind. Let me know what you think of this Berenstain Bear show I've been doing. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining me once again. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we'll be talking God and Valentine's. <laughs> and I'll see you all next time deep in. Bear Country.
Do-do-do-do. 